Hi friends, you have found Light Not Might. This is the podcast that celebrates people getting out of their own way. I'm so excited about our next guest. She's really not just a friend and not just a friend that feels like family and she's not just a personal training client from a long time ago. She's kind of like the patron saint of my life. Jessica Zahn is one of five people that I say really put me on the path I'm enjoying. I can't wait for her to call me. It's about the time where we've arranged a podcast and I just got a cute note. She was like, is this just audio because I'm still in pajamas? And I'm like, of course, of course. I'm like, I've not even put on makeup. Okay, I put on lipstick. And that made me smile to send to her because back in the day, we never went on a run without lipstick. We would carry our goo. We would carry our sport beans. <laughs> and definitely we would carry lipstick and cell phones. Um, the Ironman triathlon we did together in Canada, the 25th anniversary running of the Ironman triathlon in Penticton, British Columbia. In 2007, Jessica is the Pied Piper of running, and I got the chance to meet her in 2004 when the group fitness manager came to me, and this was at Pro Club, I was a personal trainer, he said, hey, there's this really cool 2020 Lifestyles alumni who wants to run a marathon. I hear you're into that. Can I connect you? I was like, oh, sure. Yes, please. I met her. She is a Microsoft employee and member of Pro Sports Club. And we soon learned that we lived in the same neighborhood. The little 5K loop from my house around the neighborhood back to my house put me past her house halfway through. And we soon learned that one of her very best friends was my daughter's first grade reading teacher, very important person in my daughter's journey. And so, yeah, it was a done deal. It was 2004. We were training for her first marathon, which was the Seattle Marathon, which I'm sorry, Seattle Marathon counts for like a marathon and a half. It is A, a lot of hills. B, no people. Okay, I'm sorry, but the most punishing thing you can do to your body <laughs> is run the Seattle Marathon, especially after you ran the New York Marathon, which Jessica and I did together in 2006, where, um, yeah, it was like 2 million people shoulder to shoulder, and every single sexy firefighter and cop lined up all the way from Staten Island to Tavern on the Green. Yes, Jessica Zahn has been my partner in the most awesome things I've ever accomplished. Ostensibly, she hired me to train her to run a marathon. But basically, very soon after that, I should have been paying her because together training for Ironman Canada she and I went a lot of miles, a lot of smiles, a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of interested parties. A lot went down. But I tell you what was forged, it, my life, my career, my my journey. And so as you'll soon hear in a little bit when she calls, we're going to get a chance to hang out with her. And my top three goals for speaking with Jessica today include 
Well, it's 2020 and folks who are busy, like her, who are managing a very awesome career, a small child and her fitness, nutrition and wellness journey, you know, how does that work? How do you do that? Secondly, I'm excited for her to extend her endorsement of the 2020 Lifestyles program that brought her to fitness because I've dedicated the book I just wrote to Dr. Mark and I'm excited. Okay, she's calling right now. Oh, I'm so excited. Daisy is on the phone. Hi. Oh. Happy holidays. Thank you. To you too. All right. Well, gosh, I was bringing the audience up to speed on how I know you. And my top reason for wanting to podcast today is that when I think about all the people in my life I know who really crush it, who really get after it, who really are just the heroes I look up to, you're the first that comes to mind. That is very sweet of you to say. I definitely don't feel like a hero, but, um, you know, I've tried really hard to keep um, fitness and just, you know, taking care of myself as part of my busy life as a mom and a full-time employee in tech. So, Do you get to work from home? I do. I've been home since March. Uh, we were one of the first companies to send employees home. There's zero chance of us going back to the office before July. So I love that. We have a very long time of I being love home. That. I love that. You know, when, when Microsoft said, yeah, we're not going to imagine in person until summer 2021, I told my team, I was like, we're hanging it up. We're going home. Yeah. And, you know, it actually has been really great. Um, there's a lot of things that are less great. Like I miss being with people. And I think that there's some types of relationships that just get built more easily or better when you're face to face. But I think that in the face of having to learn how to work from home and how to do things via video all of the time, it's been it's worked out really well. And it's given me a degree of flexibility in my life that I've never had before when I've had yeah. commutes Things yeah. like that. So that actually has been really nice. Yeah, I can imagine because back in the day when Gabriel and Camille were very small children, it was all about the commute and it was all about organization with their activities. There was a lot of, well, just scheduling and a lot of balls in the air, huh? Yeah, exactly. And there's still those balls in the air. Like now I went from having two children to now I have four. Congratulations. Although- oh my gosh. Okay, I knew about three. What's going on with four? Well, Awesome. Well, congratulations. That's an adventure in itself. How old is she? She's 16. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. And she's awesome because she is super happy to walk or run or work out with me pretty much anytime. (sighs) Wow. (laughs) She's the best one to exercise with. Oh, man. And you're always up for anything. Is she ever like, don't you ever stop? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I do stop. I think that right now I'm much more loose and flexible than I have been in other parts of my life. Like when you and I were training for marathons and the Ironman, we were very strict. And now I am, it depends on what I'm doing. I'll go through phases where I am doing a specific program for a few weeks. Um, That's supposed to be a few weeks. And then I will go back to being a little bit looser and being like, I think I'm going to go for a run today or today I don't feel like running. So I think I'm going to go for a long walk. And I just sort of, you know, do what feels good to 
you know, my brain and my body on any given day. Oh my gosh. You just reminded me of dealer's choice. Do you remember that game? Yes. I was, I wish that game, that was fun. <laughs> you invented that. I could not have been more enchanted. You guys, she brought a deck of cards <laughs> and it was a treadmill activity where depending on the card you drew, you had to behave accordingly. Yes. And I didn't actually invent it. Another um, trainer at the club that we met at um, invented it, but I loved it. And I kept that deck of cards in my gym bag and, you know, treadmill runs are not very fun, you know, so, but the randomness of using a deck of cards. And if you want an hour run, a deck of cards, you know, can give you a 54 minute workout with the jokers in it with a uh, you know, three minute warm up, three minute cool down. Yep. And if you want half an hour, you can do each card for 30 seconds, but there's uh, you know, a, a, a each card has a meaning and you just go from there. And uh, <laughs> as you remember, I'm sure you need to start out real slow in yep. order to be able to hang in there till the end. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. And that was, that was what I just absolutely loved. You know, it was really fun getting connected because you had a goal to run a marathon and Corey connected us. And that was so fun. And within a minute we learned we lived in the same neighborhood. Yeah. And, you know, I had done my first real half marathon by myself with zero proper training and no knowledge of nutrition and you came into my life and were like oh let me teach you all of these things <laughs> and I feel like for us together like my um you know very uh I don't know very strict organizational skills like yes. remember all my spreadsheets and yeah everything writing it all down and then your vast knowledge of the space of like what exactly we should do in those time frames for how long and you know uh, and also all of the nutrition things that I didn't know about um doing endurance activities yeah I remember that our first goal was gastric emptying like you had tummy aches when you took in nutrition yes and we learned how to eat, like, I remember some of the runs you and I did. I think uh, we had a friend bring us blueberry pancakes halfway through, like, yes. a 15 or 20-mile run. <laughs> Another time we went and got bagels. We literally stopped at the bagel store and ate bagels while running. Yep, yep. That was the drill. That's so yeah. funny. I remember. Didn't Charlie, like, bring us waffles or hamburgers or something? It was... All kinds of funny things, oh and we God. carry weird food. And then, of course, you know, in our races, we actually just use nutrition bars and goo and things like that. But I think that it, I do um, credit that kind of training <laughs> to my current ability to, like, eat lunch and go for a run immediately nice. after. That is awesome. Seriously. <laughs> That's so cool. Well, gosh, um, I'm super excited to talk to you, especially today, Jessica, because I wrote a book that kind of like encap, you know, sort of captures all the things that I learned at Pro Club, and I dedicated it to Dr. Mark because I really awesome. feel like his. Well, obviously, I mean Pro Club. I mean it's where I met you. It's yes. where I met my best friend. It's where we all started the journey. Um, I was wondering if you would be able or interested in providing some context about when I say 2020 lifestyles. What what does that mean to you? Uh, that is the weight loss and maintenance program that the pro club runs. Um, I did it. Oh my goodness. It was so long ago now. Um, 16 years ago, yep. I started it 16 years ago, almost 17 years and have kept most of the weight off that I lost. Um, you know, as people get older and, you know, it's harder to be quite as strict when I don't have a dietitian and a personal trainer reminding me every single day. Well, and but, that you had a baby. 
like recently. Yeah, well, he's almost four, but yeah, that <laughs> definitely changed things. <laughs> and, you know, aging, you know, being an older mom and trying to get back in shape after that is harder. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was overweight my whole life. I had no idea how to exercise. I didn't know anything about nutrition. It's not taught in schools the way that I feel like it should be. Mm-hmm. And the 2020 program very comprehensively taught me everything that I need to know. Um, to this day, I can eyeball a piece of meat or you know a portion of rice and know what the amount is and what the calories are. Yeah. And um, I think that while you know calories aren't the most important thing, but uh, I all of the things that I learned have combined to make it so that I can make good choices every day, uh, knowledgeably. Yeah. Congratulations. I mean, 16 years down the road, the concepts are still serving you. That's so exciting. Yeah. And the idea that um, that I'm an exerciser, that I'm physically yeah. active. Like I remember starting to run and like the first time that I went out for a run by myself, I was planning to go literally just one mile out and back. And I was afraid of would I ever be able to get back to the pro club? Like, how would I make it back? <laughs> <laughs> and now I have goal for my the rest of my life which is at any given moment I want to be able to go run 10 miles awesome. you know, the zombie happens I need to be able to run 10 miles <laughs> I love it that's um, a great fitness goal hard to kill yeah exactly and you know and I don't run 10 miles regularly right now I'm running um two and a half three miles every day so mm-hmm. I run frequently but not mm-hmm. distance yeah but I'm confident that if I needed to I could do it yes yes so, you know it you know it. Um, let me ask you this. When you had Jack, how soon was it before you were back on the road again? Let's see. I definitely started doing light workouts indoors at when he was six weeks old. So for sure. And then not, not like in serious weights at about 12 weeks. Okay. And I had, it was amazing because I'd never felt so weak in um, my abs, like it was so hard to do push-ups and to do planks and mm. things that I thought were fine. Yeah. And, uh, that was like, I didn't, I wasn't an exerciser when I had my first two children many years before. So I never went through that gradual rebuilding that I had to with him and or oh. after him. And, uh, that was hard. Oh my I don't God. know how long until I ran again. Mm. Um, probably not super long because I definitely bought a jogging stroller within a year. Within, you know, babies can't go in jog strollers until they can hold their heads up. Right. So um, probably I started running around a year again so that I could take him with me. Oh, and, how, yeah. how soon before you get to go on a 10 mile run and have him on his bicycle? Remember how Gabriel would accompany us? I do remember. That was amazing. I still run with Nancy and she still talks about little Gabe on his bike. Gabe is now 20 <laughs> years old. That is amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Jack has not been super interested in bikes, but we take long walks every Saturday. It's oh. our sort of pandemic uh, family exercise. Mm. So at least he's doing that. And his walks are half runs because he's three. And that's, <laughs> that's why you still need to be able to run. That's awesome. Yeah. He'll, he'll run for the first half of like the two mile walk. And then for the second half, he'll be like, I'm tired. Carry me. And I'm like, I'm not carrying you 40 pounds of you. <laughs> oh my God. I, I love it. I love it. It's like the most adorable kettlebell ever. Yeah. He is an adorable kettlebell. So let me. <laughs> so let me ask you this. There's some common challenges with all parents 
And I wanted uh, to ask you how you handle these because you are the queen of strategy. Let's just celebrate. Like you are the queen of logistics, of strategy, and of execution, of commitment, of showing up. I mean, this is who you are. It's why I couldn't wait to speak with you. Let me ask you this. How is sleeping eight hours a night going? Pretty fine. Uh, you know, Jack has slept through the night for a couple of years, so that's okay. And with the pandemic, um, you know, I, I have actually believe I got I get more sleep now because hmm. honestly, I can roll out of bed and hmm. I take care of him, and he goes to in person school. So I get him up, I get him ready for school, take him over to school, and then I come back and I can sit in front of my computer before I've even taken a shower. Oh, how nice! Because I like to run. It at random times in the day. Yeah. So, so I, in this way, so my schedule is so loosey goosey. Like whenever I just look in my calendar and I block out an hour here, an hour there, it's not consistent because I have different meetings on different days. And that's when I go out, I do my thing. I come back and take a shower then. So sometimes I haven't even showered and it's like three o'clock at work and I'm like, I don't care. I'm just in ponytail and you know, <laughs> maybe workout clothes, maybe not. Like, I, I usually I'm not wearing pajamas. <laughs> That's not a thing I do at work or at homework. That's awesome. Okay. Now dinner time. Okay. Tell me um, the deal because you've always been a busy mom. You've always been a working mom and you know, you've always been a healthy mom the whole time I've known you. What is your dinner strategy? So right now, because we're trying to avoid going to the grocery store more than once a week, we've gotten into a really wonderful habit of the whole family. We whiteboard what we want our dinners to be for the week. And we also kind of plan dinners, especially earlier in the week, that provide leftovers so that they can be lunchtimes. Woo! Just, you know, pre-planning. So last night we made a dish that's like chili and cornbread, like the cornbread bakes on top. Uh -huh. and love that and that provides leftovers and then tonight we're making um, chicken soup and I've totally done the stereotypical pandemic learn how to bake sourdough <laughs> thing so I have fresh sourdough I just baked oh! <laughs> it's so silly but I really like doing it but, but anyway planning like it's really just all about like planning and getting the whole family to agree in advance before we go to the grocery store of what we're going to eat for dinners during the week and then we are more flexible on lunch because we have leftovers and yes. sandwiches and have soups and things. So we're, we just make sure that the pantry's stocked so that we don't have like a, what do you want to eat? I don't know. What do you want to eat? And then everybody eats junk food. Yeah, exactly. Oh, this is so cool. Okay, water. How much water do you drink a day and what's your strategy? Probably between 60 and 80 ounces and it's keeping a uh, – water cup with a lid and a straw with me all day and refilling it constantly. Yep. Uh, I really only drink uh, coffee in the morning and then water all day. And yep. honestly, I don't even drink alcohol very much. Who anymore. are you? What have you become? Uh, I stopped. You know, obviously, I stopped when I was pregnant. And then I never picked it back up again because I needed to sleep and I was tired and I didn't want to be yeah. more tired. Yeah. And so now I will have a glass of wine or a beer every once in a while, but it's super uncommon. It's really just carrying my water glass around everywhere with me. Well, that is the trick, isn't it? Keeping the water with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
my daughter Camille carries like this massive um, hydro flask with her everywhere she goes. Oh, <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, like we're all just, you know, everybody's drinking water. I love water it. Here. I love it. Okay, now strength training. How are you handling weights? What's your routine? I have a really decent set of light to, you know, mid weights, like 20 pounds is the heaviest that I have. Uh So I have all the way from one pound up to 20 in the closet. And I do videos. I am. I so a couple of years ago, I worked on a product called Xbox Fitness. And I learned how to work out to a video in a way that um, was enjoyable. I never thought I could do that kind of like, off, you know, by myself class. Yeah. And at that, you know, through that, I bought all of the weights and over time, you know, so I have like literally one, two, three, five, seven, 10, nice. 12, 15, 20. Wow. And I just pick videos that have, uh, that use the weights that I have. Yep. Or you know, bands, you know, I have all kinds of different bands and they're all like set up in a closet that's right by the, um, the living room where I do my workouts and family just lets me <laughs> when jack was a baby i had to hide the weights because he wanted to play with them. And now he's interested but he listens when i say no weights are not for three-year-olds oh but that boy when he gets to be big enough right <laughs> he's super interested yeah well that's awesome do you do yoga Sometimes I do. Again, I do it, you know, because I'm so, I'm so busy. I and because right now you can't really go to a studio anyway. Yeah. Again, I do it with videos. Yes. So I yes. have my yoga mat, and I will go do uh, follow along with. There's a bunch of different yoga videos that I do that I really enjoy, especially yeah. if I feel, um, you know, like I just need to stretch and my body just doesn't feel good from being home. Because yeah. even with like. I walk and I run a lot more I did in 2020 than I did in in the last few years because I can just go out anytime. I don't have to plan anything. I don't have to, you know, have a babysitter, but, um, I still think that I'm less active, not going to an office, right? Because with the office, you walk out to lunch or coffee or walk to meetings. And now I walk like between my downstairs office and my bedroom desk if my husband's having a talking meeting in yeah. our downstairs office. So how many steps a day do you aim for, Jess? Well, because I'm running or walking, I definitely aim for uh, ten wow. to 12,000. Yep. But I wouldn't get that many if I didn't. If I don't run or walk, then it's, you know, I don't make it a goal if it's a day that for whatever reason I'm not outside running or walking, but I do make it a goal to run or walk almost every day. So it's yeah. rare that I wouldn't just make that that space but that isn't the goal i do use my apple watch to set um my move goals yes right yes and i wish that i could set an exercise goal that's more than 30 i'm like you know yeah i wish that we had that flexibility in that device (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh well i'm so excited you have no idea how synchronous this is. The book I wrote has 10 essentials to live by and stick with, and you're prattling them all off. This this is just, like, it makes me so happy. I feel like we're in on the same page, even though I haven't seen you in forever. Uh, well, we haven't seen anyone in forever, right? Yeah, this is true. What is the thing that you are most happy about with how things have changed in 2020 i mean it sounds like you've really found the gratitude and a lot of wins for your lifestyle and for your family and for juggling everything that you do is there is there anything else that you're you're leaning into that you're like gosh you know this is a real celebration you know as we close the year and i start to think about um what i want to happen in the next year i think 
I am super, super happy with how much running and walking I'm doing and how much I get outside every day. That's really important to me. I like seeing my neighbors. I see the same people walking their dogs. And even though my schedule is super random, apparently theirs are too, because I see (laughs) the same people all the time. It's cool. Um, So I want to keep doing, like I find a lot of um, happiness that I've been able to do that. And I want to keep doing that. Um, And then I think, uh, you know, it's always a time to sort of rededicate and yourself to different things. And I, one of the things that I would like to be more consistent about in 2020 is the weightlifting where, like I said, I'll do a program, like a, I'll do a 21 day program or even like a, a 60 day program. And then I won't for a little while. And then I, I want to find sort of uh, an equilibrium there. Yeah. Cool. Well, anything else that you have to offer people who perhaps maybe got a little stuck like how how would you talk to somebody that was like just I kind of fell down I got stuck during this being at home and all of the stressful things happening where do I even begin what would you say to someone in that situation if you can go outside and walk that's like just put on warm clothes put on a hat carry a, uh, an umbrella if you want to but go outside regardless of the weather and you know, feel the rain or the sun on your face or at least a little light on your face. Like I don't see much sun right now, but I would love <laughs> to be out there and just walk and look around the neighborhood where you are and enjoy being away from a desk and away from, you know, the indoors. Um, that has been the most, uh, like the best thing for me. I, the, I had actually had a, a New Year's resolution last year to walk more. long before I'd be working from home right and I really hadn't done much about it until about April when I had a big blow up with someone at work a thing that probably wouldn't have happened if we were in person and I was just like I'm gonna go out and run and then the next day I'm like I'm gonna do it again that felt real good the next day and the next day and then I was like and I'm, I did the same route every day. And I was like, as soon as I get to a certain speed on this route, then I'll earn myself a new route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, I earned myself a new route. And then I kept doing that all summer. So I have this like oh two and a half mile route and a three mile route and the two and three quarters where, oh. you know, I had to earn each one by getting fast enough. Oh, that sounds like you. Like I said, there was a yeah. moment where I should have been paying you. <laughs> but also like, I don't, beat myself up to like everything is so stressful right now everything is so hard even for like I feel super blessed and lucky that you know for me things are going reasonably well I haven't um, had many hardships during the pandemic but it's still incredibly stressful to live through this year and to see its effect on other people so that's where I just give myself a break and say you don't feel like walking running you don't have the energy go go out and walk just go and you know look up at the sky and that's you know what I do and I always 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 feel better even if it's cold and even if it's pouring yep 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 just getting outside find a time where the rain gets a little bit lower right right I love it well Jay-Z I'm so happy that we got to catch up I'm so grateful for this time together me too it's great to talk to you again it seems like things are going great. I love that you are sharing everything that you know with the world in new ways. I think it's absolutely beautiful. Oh, thank you so much. Well, gosh, like I said in the intro, you are somebody that I will never forget. I'll never let go of. And thank you, Jessica Zahn. 
Well, friends, I hope that you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. It's really fun to take a second and hear from somebody who is living their best. These things, these times, these days, things are so very challenging. And it's the end of 2020 in a moment where maybe we're all kind of taking a moment, especially today. Today is the, the winter solstice. Today is a day to stop, drop, do gratitude, and ask yourself, what are my intentions for the next year? What am I celebrating from this past year? Who do I love and who do I want to include in the future? Taking a moment today with somebody from my past that is so important to my journey was a real soul-stirring experience. And I'm so grateful that Jessica took the time. Thank you so much, Jessica. Light Not Might is the podcast that celebrates people just like her managing a blessed and beautiful life. And even though life can be challenging, times can be challenging, or even coworkers and things that happen during the day randomly can become challenging. We all possess the ability to stop, drop, do gratitude, get out the house, and be in the fresh air, get the vitamin D of the sunshine, scarce as it may be in the Pacific Northwest, and really just get a chance to get away for a second and reflect. It's so important, friends. We hope here at Light Not Might that you are able to take time for yourself, even if it's just a 10, 20 minute walk around the block just to clear your head. That's what it's for. That's what exercise is for. It's not to achieve a goal per se. It's not to improve all the time. It's not to always try to be better, stronger, faster, more flexible, more this, more that. It's to connect with your life force. So much of life can be about being busy, but taking the time for proper fitness and nutrition and reflection and like this, this call, genuine human connection can make all the difference in the world. This has been Light Not Might. My name is Danielle Day, and I really hope that you take time for yourself and your fitness, your wellness, and your genuine human connection today. Thank you so much. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye.